0: You are listening to To the Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is,
1: they don't know, man. I've been looking forward to To the Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night.
2: Every day, anything we do it's Southern Miss to
1: the top. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to the Top Talk, here with you a break from all of the High Resource five propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Joining me now, Southern Miss Blackout's tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Greetings, Take it away, Jason.
2: Greetings and salutations. Sorry to step on that last part of that. But um, yeah, man, uh, you know, getting, getting ready for the impending disaster headed our way with all these storms. Hope everybody stays safe. As you know, my house sits on a low spot. That we didn't realize until after we bought it. So um, keep your phone handy because you might have to beeline it down to my house again to help us like, scoop some water out. But yeah, looking yeah, forward to me. it. Mm-hmm. So, y- y- you know what? T- tonight, when the impending disaster comes through, it's going to go about as well as the game tonight versus South Alabama is going.
0: Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> sure which impending
1: disaster you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't either. Uh, and that was the Wizard of Whiskey himself, Shane Light.
0: Uh, good evening boys uh, hello everybody
1: yes so as we are recording Southern miss is taking on the University of Southern Alabama and it, we are down seven to nothing I think the fifth inning just ended so we've got a few innings to try to make that up and we have uh, the rest of the show to see what happens so we will uh hopefully we pull it out but it's not looking good the team just does not look good like they are into it tonight.
0: I just poured up a special glass to try to turn us around.
1: We what got, you got tonight?
0: We got some 1981 wild turkey eight year 101 proof. Damn. Yeah. So distilled in 73, bottled in 81. Whiskey's as old
1: as I am. Wow. I've, uh, I've got bamboo again, uh, just cause that's all I. Can afford right now is what I have in my cabinet, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that 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 sounds terrific.
2: Well, you know what I tried to do today to try to turn it around with the baseball team is instead of putting my headphones on correctly, I put it on opposite. So I got right side on left ear and left side on right ear. Uh, so we'll see how that happens, you know. But so far it's not panning out. We've been on for a few minutes now and now we're still seven to nothing. So
0: That's with all that. R- Right ear audio going in your left ear and left ear audio going to your right. Man, it may
2: scramble your brain. Be careful. <laughs> You're such a maverick. Yeah. I might need to go back and retry the ACT again. Hey, what did you guys do on the ACT? If you don't mind telling the world. Uh, oh, because I think kids are smarter these days. I heard that like my, my nephew is now a junior. When he took it his, his sophomore year, I think he made like a 26. I went... 18, 19, 19. And I did well on different things every single time. And I was like, you know what, screw it. I I went into one of them, uh, you know, after going out all night and made an 18 or or 19, whatever it was. And the next time I, I got one of those books and read all the stuff and tried to study and got a great night's sleep, got up and had breakfast, relatively the same score. And then the third time, so... It's
1: you know, I don't miss having to take those types of tests man. I think I got a 23. But wow. Yeah, it's I didn't, you know. And then oh. man, I'm not Yeah, I mean I got like half a scholarship to Jones Junior College for that, but <laughs> uh
2: <laughs> Shane strikes me as the kind of guy he's just sitting back right now and he's going to be like 32.
0: <laughs> no man, uh, nothing like that. I, I did get uh, a full ride to Heinz uh, for a couple of years, though, so off of my, my twenty seven. And uh, Catherine uh, always reminds me that she made a twenty eight. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I I took it twice. Uh, the first time I, I went in, hung over after partying, and made a twenty seven. And And I didn't study or anything for the next one, but I was like, I've already got a good score. Screw it. And I think I made a 25 the second time.
1: Hey, before we talk Southern Miss, I want to get this in. Uh, You know, we we made the announcement last week that this year's Last for Life, Last for Life 2021, is Friday, July the 30th in Hattiesburg. We'll announce a venue at some point soon with uh, Nate Bargatze as the headliner. So if you, you haven't heard of Nate, you know, we talked about him last week. You can check him out on Netflix. But his new Netflix special, The Greatest Average American, is dropping this Thursday, March the 18th. So uh, go to Netflix. Check that out uh, just if you want a good laugh. Even if you can't make it to the show, I don't care. We're going to sell out regardless. But go go check out Nate on Netflix this Thursday, March the 18th. All right. So Baseball. One of probably the more memorable games that we've had in Southern Miss baseball history happened this past Friday, March the 12th. So let let I want to kind of walk through the 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 what happened with this very memorable uh, at bat in the Southern Miss history. So this is Friday, March the 12th. ULL, UL, whatever they are, uh, the Raging Cajuns, <laughs> solid they- team. They love ooh La. I, I recommend ooh La. They love ooh La. <laughs> so they're they're pitching their Friday starter. This is a, a kid named Hayden Durst. He was two and two and oh on the year. Uh, perfect game out of high school. They had him ranked as the 89th best overall prospect in the country. They had him as the best prospect in Louisiana. He had uh, draft hopes before the season kind of got uh, went to crap last year because of COVID. So he goes to ULL. He's their Friday night starter. He comes in. Southern Miss is, is up two to nothing heading into the second inning. So, second inning, two nothing. What's he do? Bases are loaded. <laughs> Fisher walks. Dickerson scores one run, so three to nothing. He walks in the first run of the inning. So then Chris Sargent comes up. Homer to left field, grand slam. Now it's seven to nothing. Now the pitcher's kind of getting a little rattled. So Will McGillis comes up to bat. He beans Will McGillis in the head. Uh, they denied that it was intentional, but still it happened. It I mean, it was, you know, either he was really, really not in control of the ball or it was an intentional being to the head. So DJ Lynch, formerly known as Danny Lynch, he starts running out. Uh, you know, they grab him. And if, if you have not heard the play by play by the Raging Cajun radio crew, you need to check that out. Uh <laughs> Patrick Mc, McGee shared uh, the audio it's cool in one. entirety. <laughs> so go back and check that out. But uh their their color guy got a little rattled. So DJ Lynch, number 26, he starts running out, and they, he's like, 26, better get his skinny butt back. So DJ Lynch comes to the plate next, number 26. And he goes yard with the buffest swag that you have ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> He starts slow trotting around the bases. He flips his bat back, back across the diamond. The announcers for the Raging Cajuns, as well as the Raging Cajun dugout, were livid. The two-run homer makes it ten to nothing. The Golden Eagles don't look back and win thirteen to four.
2: Yeah, it was crazy, man. That place was electric. Uh, I, I, I would love to see, you know, what that's like. Well, we all know, kind of know what it's like when it's when it's a packed house, but. Um... You know, that series of events right there didn't take a long time. In baseball, a lot of times it's kind of like a leisurely sport that you watch and some things happen and, you know, you kind of clap as you go along. But this was like like if this was a football game, it would have been the equivalent of like a kickoff return for a touchdown, like immediately followed by an onside kick and then a near brawl and then a 90-yard bomb. Like right after I me mean just – it was just boom, 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 and uh, you could hardly catch your breath. In fact, you know, John uh, Adams and, and the Horns guys over there, that horn has to, you know, reload all the air that, that – you know, to, to like get it back up there. So it needs a little bit of time in between. <laughs> So, yeah, it
0: works on an air compressor attached to that truck.
2: Right, so so you know they almost didn't have enough time in between all that, and um, it was crazy, man. And you talk about Lynch, you know, it's a wonder uh, that he didn't get a, a, a tossed. Honestly, he came all the way out to the foul line, and uh, you know the umpires just kind of let it go. I guess the I guess the umpire crew did a good job because from that point on, everybody out there I think just knew that there was going to be some re- retaliation for for what happened but yeah when lynch you know hit that bomb man and just went just straight legend you know <laughs> walking halfway down the line staring at the pitcher and slinging the bat across the field it was incredible and you know the funny thing is i ran into his mom the next day out in the roost and i was talking with her about it and she was like you know can i call you a rock star <laughs> He said mom <laughs> do not do that don't do anything and she was like you know the the, the the weird thing is that nobody's talking about Sergeant's Grand Slam. <laughs> she said, "I kind yeah, of feel sorry, <laughs> yeah, because that was an absolute bomb too, and it was, it was, it was probably a bigger moment, you know, a Grand freaking Slam." Um, it's completely overshadowed like five minutes later by all this, all this other stuff that happened. So, but it it was it was a crazy electric atmosphere, and uh, and that really carried on throughout the rest of the weekend.
0: What a yeah. way to get it kicked off because that's the second inning of the first game of a three game series. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you're injecting some, some nasty energy into that series from the get go. The three of us were texting during this while we're all, uh, while I'm watching the game from up here. I believe both of you were there. Uh, I was
1: watching TV. I was watching yeah, okay, on the TV. Okay.
0: Uh, but we're at that point we were like, there's no way this weekend ends without a fight, let alone that game. I think we were taking bets on when the fight was going to happen. Uh, but cooler heads prevailed. I I did read a couple of things about, uh, the guys getting back in the dugout and kind of calming each other down and saying, you know, that's not how we want to carry ourselves. Let's play ball, uh, and, and getting back to business. Uh, so if that's the truth, if if that's what went down, I mean, that's some some positive, strong leadership in the dugout at least.
2: Sure thing. And you know, Jamie, you mentioned uh, uh, Ulaa's starter, Hayden Dirk. Is that his name Hayden Dirk? Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, this guy was this guy was has crazy um, skills out there. I mean, he was he was touching 97 miles per hour. Um, like you mentioned, a, a true freshman out there. But here's his line. So he goes 1.2 innings, eight hits. 10 runs all earned 74 pitches in an inning and two-third you talk I mean this is the team that hadn't hit all year we're wondering you know when is when are we gonna wake the bats up uh, what in the world's wrong uh, why is Gabe Montenegro hitting 160 you know um, and just go off I mean it reminded me of you know heck Clint King and and uh, Jeff Cook back in the day just the Bash brothers it was crazy it was awesome. And like Shane said, it did kick off the weekend. And, you know, we've gone this long. We hadn't even talked about Hunter Stanley. Uh, you know, seven innings, five hits, three runs, two earned, eight Ks on one walk, 90 pitches. So think about that. Uh, Dirk had 74 pitches in 1.2 innings. Stanley uh, threw 90 pitches in seven innings. So, again, kind of solidifying that Friday roll. Everybody thought that Walker Powell was going to be there, but Stanley's taking over that Friday spot. And, and as we'll see getting into the next game um, – Walker Powell is uh, kind of easing into that Saturday role and, and liking it.
0: Yeah, what a, a great option to have—to have your stud Friday night guy from last year as your Saturday guy this mm-hmm. year. Uh, that's which I mean, we've we've talked about the depth of the pitching staff, which has really shown here early in the season. Uh, except for tonight, uh, where we're not doing real well as holding teams <laughs> off the board. Uh, but I mean, it happens. It's baseball. We play a lot of games. Hopefully the Eagles bounce back, uh, this weekend, uh, with the series we've got back in the Berg. We always have a lot of trouble down in Mobile. I don't understand why, but it's kind of, we're kind of cursed down there. Uh, the, the damnedest stuff happens. And, uh, we, uh, I, I, I haven't looked up the figures. I'd like to see what our record is at at Old Stanky, because I I guarantee it isn't good.
2: I guarantee you it is, in fact, stanky. Very stanky. They're probably
1: stopping off for a bite to eat at Hokie's Barbecue on the way down. Shout out to our friends at Hokie's Barbecue in Loosedale, Mississippi. (laughs) I've been there.
2: And they have, uh, hey, hey, what's what's that dessert that they have at Hokie's?
1: It's upside-down sweet potato pie. Mmm. That's the truth. Ooh, they, it they, have a, they have a big uh, – they have a golden eagle head up in there too uh, nice. in the restaurant. So anywho, yeah, I don't know what it is, but, yeah, we just seem to struggle down at, at South Alabama. So,
2: From now on, uh, on on the schedule, we shouldn't put South Alabama. We should put Kryptonite. Yeah, no kidding. Or
0: not play them twice in one season down there.
2: <laughs> that must have been some sort of COVID deal, like – Yes, yeah, uh, you know, and we just picked it up down there. And from what I understand, they're coming here one time this year.
1: Yes, they'll be here. What? Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks, I think. So
2: great. Let's go ahead and win all the games in between and get that loss out of the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
2: <laughs> we don't usually
0: struggle with them as bad in Hattiesburg. We usually win that Hattiesburg game, but it's the, it's the stanky game that gets us every <laughs> and, time.
2: And, and it would not that they're not a great program. Um, they are traditionally, a uh, really like a top, what, 30, 35 program year in year Oh yeah, out. yeah no doubt. Um, Lots of but you know, history. like this year, it, it would make me feel a lot better uh, having these two losses, which I assume we're going to have after tonight. Um, you know, if they were like undefeated, but they're not, if they win tonight, they get back to 500. So, you know, it does not take away from what happened this weekend. This weekend was awesome. Um, but this is just, its just really weird. I, if you even ask the South Alabama players, I don't think they would say we're obviously a better team, you know, like they know they're not, we know they're not, we just lose every time, so.
1: On Saturday's game, so Saturday, uh, March the 13th, you had a, another stellar performance like you mentioned from Walker Powell going uh, eight innings, giving a. Three hits and with ten strikeouts and and no base on balls, which is really incredible. And the Golden Eagles, uh, not a, a very big offensive performance all the way around. Southern Miss winning that game one to nothing.
2: Yeah, Walker Powell does what Walker Powell did. What Walker Powell does, you know. Um, and the offense did start off better. You know, we scored one in that first inning. We we're like, here we go. We we still got it going. <laughs> and then we didn't score the rest of the game. Um, but yeah, you read that line by Walker, and that's just, he just kind of goes out there, and, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like watching a golfer who really doesn't, like, he doesn't hit it 350. Um, he just, like, he's just never in trouble, you know? And, and when he has to make a big pitch, he makes a big pitch. And at the end of the day, you look up and, and, and you get these, these kind of lines over and over. It's like watching, like, a Greg Maddox type of guy out there. Not that he doesn't throw a, Kind of hard. I mean, I think he sits around 89. 89 is not fast anymore. <laughs> we mentioned that freshman from Ula La that in 95 to 97. And, like, everybody that comes out there throws, like, you know, seems like low to mid-90s. It's it's incredible. Um, but, yeah, Walker Walker did good. Uh, Gabe Montenegro got two of USM's five total hits, so it's nice to see him uh, starting to put the bat on the ball a little bit. And that first game he hit, like, three piss rods. I only got credit for one hit, but um, he had three balls absolutely on the nose. So hopefully he's coming around a little bit. And right there at the end of the game, I don't know if you guys can tell watching on TV. Was this game on TV too? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. So you know Ramsey comes in. They're playing Anderson man as he's coming out of the pen, and and I wasn't sure if if they should bring him in. I don't know what y'all felt about it, but Walker has just got it on cruise control. I know we got Garrett down there, and, and he's awesome. And this is why you have him on the team, to, to come and secure a victory. But Walker, not even at 100 pitches yet, um, absolutely on cruise control. And we bring Ramsey in, and the first, maybe not the first pitch, but the, one of the first pitches that he threw was a laser beam down the left field line, and we I thought it was gone. I think the only reason it didn't get out of the park was because it didn't get high enough. That's how hard this dude hit this ball. And, uh, he hit it so hard that even with that cushy padding that we have on the outfield fence now, a laser beam down the left field line that he only got a single out of. You have to hit it pretty damn hard, you know? Um, and, and then we got a double play and he struck out the last guy for the win, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was good. The game lasted like two and a half hours. It was awesome. It, it was, it was really cool. I got sunburnt. Um, but, uh, th- that was the only bad thing that happened that day. That's rookie stuff, man. That's rookie stuff. You know, I, I even had, you know what I did? I think I was having a decent hair day, and so I didn't go visor, <laughs> and uh, and my forehead just absolutely took one for the team.
0: Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Time well, goes th- by, hair hair starts sliding back, forehead gets more and more burned, dude. Well, one you thing you, mind. I
1: don't know if you, you don't know if you to hear, hear this or not, but uh. Will Hall actually sat in for a few innings at the game of the other day with with John Cox, and he was tremendous. Uh, uh, I mean, if you if you aren't enthused after listening to Will Hall, I mean, I know some of us on this show are really down on football right now, but if you <laughs> <laughs> if you aren't enthused, about, you know, after listening to Will Hall, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it was it was uh, it was a treat. I I, I hope he sits on more innings. I mean, it was he been, he was he was basically there talking football and calling helping call the game. It was terrific. Uh,
0: There were a lot of like just pure reactions from him that were great. Like, I mean, he was watching it as a fan in the booth, but also talking to Juan at the same time. And, uh, it it was very entertaining conversation to listen to. And I'm with you. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Jason. I'm excited.
2: (laughs) Well, I tell you what, uh, if if he had, not, not, not on that note, but, but if he had these kind of reactions in a one nothing game, if if he had like this animated and stuff, what in the hell? He'd have jumped straight out of the booth at that Friday game.
0: Yeah, he probably would have been charging <laughs> the field with uh, uh, DJ.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was like reaction just like, uh, you know, uh, Powell would sh- strike somebody out and he was like, like yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, you can tell he was actually into it.
2: You know, Will Hall. I like that. I, I like him. Well, well, you know, you guys have seen all the uh, old clips of Will when he was playing quarterback, uh, and he then he he like won the Division Two Heisman, whatever that equivalent is, and all that. And you've seen him at practice sometimes, and you know he's got a little bit of that beer belly going on, but he's still out there like doing stuff. So, if Will Hall, if you give him a little bit of time to warm up, and he gets to throw the first pitch of a game. He's not the kind of guy that's just going to lollipop it in there and get it to the front of the mound. This guy's going straight to the rubber and probably going to throw it, you know, with some zip on it, right? So what do you think, miles per hour-wise, Will Hall gets that pitch up to?
0: Uh, I mean, he was a quarterback, so mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that he could get some oomph on it, but he's also, I, I think he's my age, and I know how I feel, Um so that's going to drop it way down. I don't know, Jamie, what you thinking, man?
1: I don't want to. I don't want to underestimate it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, mainly because yeah, I, I don't want to be on
1: Will Hall's bad side by, <laughs> by
0: underestimating how fast he can throw. So I'm going to say, uh, you know, 97. I'm, I'm thinking that coach Moses. will get it up there in the 97 range.
2: I, I'm saying. I think Coach. Mm, I'm going to put it. I'm going to put. I'm going to put the over under. At 74. Geez, all the negativity.
0: I'll Yeah, I'll take over 74 all day.
1: Hmm. <laughs> well, I, I guess there's only, I mean, I don't know. If you guys can uh, gun him up at practice one day or something. I bet
0: he'd do it. I, I think he'd maybe, yeah, I was about to say he'd be down for that, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> so the, the final game of the series, so Southern Miss clinches the series on Saturday. Moving on to Sunday, this game goes down to the wire literally 11 innings. Inks. Southern Miss pulls out the 6-3 to victory in the 11th to sweep the raging Cajuns.
2: You know, heading into that third game, um, we mentioned uh, all the trouble that U-La-La had in the first game. And, you know, how much, you know, our starting pitchers had gone deep into both games. And, you know, it really, uh, it really... Played out to in USM's favor because up until that point law had used ten pitchers where USM had only used six pitchers, um, so that's you know that's that's uh, and somebody that's as deep as USM on the pitching side that's that's going to help you going into every single game three, um, but that extra inning thing is crazy you know they did the. Uh, um, I think you call it the California rules, whatever it is with the, with the, you put the runner on second base automatically. I didn't know yeah. that that was coming up. I think that's a conference USA thing. I'm not, it I guess, is. I guess it we is. just wanted to try it out. Um,
0: that's exactly right. That's what Barry said. He wanted to test it out and see how it was going to work. And it might be a good and thing. thing so they still because, to use it.
2: Yeah. Nobody was hitting. So, um, not that I don't like watching all the baseball that I can watch, <laughs> but I'm not sure I was ready to sit there through like 19 innings. So it might have been kind of cool, but. But yeah, and then they scored a run and we tied it up. Then they scored another run, and you know, I'm sure Jamie's gonna get to this, but that's when our, our what's becoming my favorite player here, uh, Reed Trimble, just went absolute legend again. So it was awesome. The electricity that started on Friday that carried over into just kind of a leisurely Walker Walker Powell thing that he does through Saturday. And apparently Will Hall on the radio to then Sunday, just like ending up with some more heroics, man. And it was it was it was crazy.
1: Yeah. Golden Eagles are down, um, down in the 11th inning, uh, three to two. And then, uh, you like you said, the bases are loaded. Reed Trimble comes up, goes yard to close up the series with a grand slam. So, yeah, it, uh, uh, Trimble is, is really having a heck of a season. Uh, and, for for the Golden Eagles.
2: And you know, on the, uh, when it, so it was second and third. And who's up? I think, okay, Montenegro's up. It was Montenegro, six, it yeah. Was second and third. There's a pass ball. And so we're going crazy. We thought we had just tied it up. Okay, because, uh, pass ball goes to the backstop. And we're giving high fives. And, uh, and then we look up and Montenegro's running to first. They said it hit his foot. You know, we have such a perfect view from right there close to the plate out in right center field. Uh, but, um, after three days of drinking, but, um, so, so, so we all thought that we had tied it up. We hadn't. So then, you know, we think it's a tie game, and all of a sudden we're down, and the double play is in order all of a sudden. And then, (laughs) I mean, Trimble, I mean, you know, you talk about internet and style. I mean, a walk off granny, you know, (laughs) it was was unbelievable. We could, we, we, it was, uh, And, and he, as soon as he hit it, you know, he throws his hand up in the air. Um, that must be the, the, the coolest home run trot of all time. Uh, I never got to do one of those. Um, (laughs) it was, it was great. He's becoming kind of our clutch guy. And I hope he continues to do that and some other guys feed off of what he's doing. But that dude is, um, that dude is, is just starting to, uh, endear himself to the Golden Eagle faithful for sure.
1: So after the after that game, Southern Miss now nine and five on the season. Currently playing South Alabama, still down seven and nothing in the seventh with one out and two men on for the Golden Eagles. And uh, USA just made a pitching change, so hopefully this guy is a little worse than the guy they just had in there. (laughs) Uh, This weekend, Southern Miss has a another home series uh, against uh, Missouri State. That's Friday. March the 19th through Sunday, March the 21st. And then next Tuesday, Southern Miss heads to Tuscaloosa to take on on the Crimson Tide. That's March the 23rd. So we'll see if there's a rally left in the team tonight, although it's not looking promising as of me saying this right now into the microphone. Uh, Women's basketball. We we just missed this by one night last week. Southern Miss uh, Lady Eagles last Wednesday, March the 10th, we're at the conference USA tournament in Frisco, Texas. They fell to FIU by a final score of 85 to 75. And FIU got up pretty big. The Golden Eagles actually battled back. It was really close at the end. Uh, Deshey Allman had a career high, 22 points, six rebounds, five assists, and three steals to finish out the season for the Lady Eagles. The, the, you know the, the the disappointing thing about that is uh, Joy Lee has 499 wins, so she just needed one more win
2: mm.
1: to to get um you know the 500th win. So hopefully she said
2: she's
0: coming back next year. So uh, onward, coach, let's get win 500. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the Lady Eagles finish the season. Uh, with a final record of seven and twelve, Shane, do you have any updates for us? Man, I got a
0: bunch of updates. Uh, there were there were a lot of games and matches over the last week that involved a whole selection of southern miss sports. Uh, I'm gonna start off with uh, mentioning that uh, track was over, except for an appearance in the uh, indoor national championship. Uh, Corville Todd. Ended up placing fifth in the high jump. Uh, excuse me, guys, an absolute animal. Uh, also named a, a first-team All-American from that performance, too. So uh, track season or indoor season is now over after the national championships, and they'll move on to outdoor. But, uh, I mean, pretty cool to, to have an All-American in, in the black and gold in any sport, uh, let alone a guy that's as, as good as uh, he is at, at jumping really high. Uh, softball. Uh, swept the Mercer Bears Classic this past weekend, going 4 uh, 0. Destiny Brown was named the Conference USA hitter of the week. She just went Super Smash Brothers this past weekend. Uh, I actually got to watch, uh, I can't remember. I watched a whole game on one of the days, maybe Saturday morning, and, uh, and then got to watch chunks of some others. And I got to watch her hit a couple of home runs. Uh, she had three home runs and two triples with three stolen bases on the weekend. So, uh, we had the boys going nuts at the plate. Uh, destiny Brown was smashing balls too. uh, the, the four games that they won over there. Uh, seven to four was the first game against Winthrop uh they were actually down four to two at the start of the seventh and and came and and scored uh five runs to to take the lead and and hold on for the win there uh in game two they played western carolina beat them two to nothing uh then flipped to game three same team same score Uh, they take out western kentucky again or western kentucky western carolina my apologies um kayla ladner had a complete game shutout in that game, and that took her record to seven and one. So she's absolutely been dealing from the circle, uh, so far this season. Uh, the final game of the tournament there, they beat Mercer, the host, seven to one. Uh, and, and that's, uh, the, the game that I think I watched, uh, Brown hit the two home runs in. So that would have been Sunday. Uh, that takes softball record to 16 and nine uh, they haven't started conference usa play so there's no record there uh, next game uh tomorrow night they'll actually be down at south alabama whatever the ladies version of stanky field is uh hopefully they <laughs> they don't have the curse that the, the the gentlemen have down there uh and then this it? weekend what's that i'm sorry
2: That uh, was gonna make a horrible joke go ahead
0: <laughs> uh, yeah well, well best to move on from that probably <laughs> uh so uh, South Alabama tomorrow night at six o'clock. And then they've got doubleheader uh, two games against Samford uh, Saturday. And then they're going to make the trip over to Birmingham to play Samford on Sunday for a third game. Um, the next next team we want to give a, a shout out to the soccer team had a big four to two uh, or is now four and two after a big three to one win over UTSA on the road. So uh, the Lady Eagles soccer team is four and two on the season and two and one in conference USA. Uh, Women's golf was in action. Uh, The the ladies uh, struggled a little bit, had an 11th place finish out of 13 teams down at uh, English turn in new Orleans at the sugar bowl intercollegiate uh, golf tournament. Uh, They'll be in action uh, again here this weekend at the mountain view collegiate tournament in tucson arizona uh so uh also uh this this past weekend with the ladies uh there there was a standout performance uh merce corbacho uh, (laughs) she's a a spaniard on the team uh had her first top 10 finish uh finishing tied for 10th in that so a good personal round for her Hopefully, hopefully the lady eagles can can uh, rally behind her and, and have a strong finish this coming weekend. Uh, men's golf. Uh, the men uh, were the kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. The men actually finished second out of 16 teams out at Grand Canyon University Invitational in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, so with the ladies going to Arizona this weekend, maybe their luck will turn around. Maybe it's a good spot for Eagles to play golf. But uh, the team had a score of 12-plus over par after three rounds. Uh, and uh, we're two strokes behind the, the winner at Wichita State. Um, Hunter Atkins had the low team score on, on our end of 212. He shot 70, 72, 70. That's about what you do when you go play bump, right?
2: On the front nine, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, good to hear
0: that me and you are in about the same boat. Um, uh, I'm going to need a bunch of balls. <laughs> uh, the the men are back to play next. Um, they're they're off this weekend. They're not going to play again until next weekend at a, a tournament hosted by Mississippi State at uh, Old Waverly in West Point. Uh, so I'm, I've never played that course, but I hear it's very nice. That should be a a good weekend of golf. Uh, men's tennis actually suffered their first loss of the, of the year uh, against Troy, falling one to six. Uh, they were also Supposed to have some matches against Jackson State uh, Friday that were canceled, uh, and then they'll be back in action next Wednesday at Nichols, um, or not next Wednesday, this Wednesday, Wednesday, excuse me, at Nichols. Uh, women's tennis fared a little better; they uh, beat Jacksonville State four to one on Saturday. Uh, that takes them to five and two and one and one in Conference USA. Uh, next is a conference match for them in Hattiesburg Friday against UAB at two o'clock. And then and Sunday, they've got La Tech coming to Hattiesburg as well. So the ladies have two conference opponents here uh, in Hattiesburg this weekend. Uh, the last couple of sports we got to cover are beach volleyball, uh, split four games at the Carolina Challenge. Uh, Saturday, they won against Jacksonville, not Jacksonville State, but uh, Jacksonville University, uh, five to zero. Uh, and then their next match against South Carolina, they fell one to four, uh, uh, then Sunday morning, uh, same results, different teams. First match, uh, beat Mercer four to one, and then fell in a tight one against coastal Carolina, two to three, uh, beach volleyball team next is at LSU beach invitational this weekend, Saturday, they've got South Carolina again, uh, be a familiar opponent since they played them this past weekend. And then Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And then Sunday, they're going to play University of New Orleans and LSU in that tournament. Uh, and then that brings us to the indoor volleyball team. Uh, they had a, a real big conference win, their first ever win over UTSA. Uh, they were uh, down late in that game in a really tight match. They were down 24 to 20 in the third set and 15 to 14 in the fifth set and came back and, and won both of those sets. Uh, from set points and, and won twenty six twenty four 24 and 17, 15. So a uh, tight, tight match there, hard fought against the team that, that we were, I think 13 and, and or oh, and 13 against uh, going into that. Um, uh, so before, for that game, I got a little excited about that big win and that was on um, Monday where they won that match on Sunday. They actually had fallen to UTSA uh, one to three, to extend that losing streak and then snapped it with a three to two win on, on Monday. Uh, but yeah, I think that that covers all the Eagles that were in action since the last time we, we talked.
1: Excellent stuff. Yeah. A lot of good stuff in there. We had the, uh, the, uh, you know, track was, you know, amazing uh, softball. That's uh volleyball. Good times. Good times. Yes. Touch on a little bit of football. So, you know, as we said, the, the spring game is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but so, so this is some news from our coaching staff from last season. Uh, first up for, I heard the, I heard the, that wasn't me as I
0: plunk I <laughs> or whatever that is. It, uh, it was time for a refill, but I switched to a different whiskey. I'm not wasting <laughs> any more of that 81 on us not
2: scoring any runs.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
2: no, we've actually scored a run. What? Yes. Yeah, seven to one. It's seven
0: okay. to one. We're going to have to bring it a lot closer before I pour that stuff again. <laughs> you know,
2: I mean, and it's still the seventh inning. There is two outs in the seventh, so it's almost the top of the eighth. You know, on one hand, I'd like to see us come back because I want to see us win. On the other hand, if we score like four runs really quick, we got to keep this damn episode going. <laughs> I don't want to do that again.
0: <laughs> I mean, I had fun the last time. Did you guys receive, like, any hate mail over that episode? Was, were people just like, don't do that again. You're stupid. Just give us the information and shut up.
2: No, I don't uh, think so. I think, we, I think people are actually enjoying this little dynamic that we have going on. You know, uh, you definitely don't get this out of the Eagle Hour, and you don't get this out of that uh, John Cox thing. What's that? What do they call The uh, weekly Golden Eagle whatever show. Yeah. Well, cool. and hey,
1: I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the listens right now. We had the uh, over twelve hundred listens to that episode where we had the rally last time around. So um, nice. it's getting some runs by some Somebody's listening to it. I don't know who it is. I mean, I if it's my mom listening on repeat or whatever, but <laughs> somebody's listening. But uh, so football news. So former Southern Miss wide receiver slash wide receivers coach Kelvin Bolden, He was named the assistant director of player personnel at the University of Florida, so congratulations to Peanut Bolden on uh, landing on his feet. Absolutely. Uh, That's awesome. Also, former Southern Miss head coach slash defensive coordinator, Jay Hobson, is now a defensive analyst at Mississippi State. Apparently, their timeout coordinator position has already been filled. (laughs) So... Hobson no, joking. Hobson will be a defensive analyst this year at Mississippi State so
2: look
0: uh, I wish hop nothing but the best he absolutely seems like a super nice guy I'm just uh it, it wasn't a great fit this uh move on no uh, nobody wants the man to be unemployed uh he's got a family uh I'm, I'm glad he landed somewhere best of luck to him and, and I'm glad will halls our coach
1: he's got you know he's got He's got quite the, I mean, you, you look at his time at Southern Miss, at Alcorn, uh, even as an assistant here, um, you know, an, an assistant at Ole Miss, um, now Mississippi State. He's got the he's got the the Mississippi retirement locked down, it seems. So. Oh yeah. You know, it's, you know, he's got something going for him there. But uh, the, of course, the uh, the conversations with him and uh, Michael Lynch will be uh, amusing, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not going to listen to him.
2: <laughs> Dude, I could listen to Leach to anything. If, if there is, you know, not that I like anybody from Mississippi State, I just can't do it. But uh, I would sit down next to Mike Leach at a bar and just crack one open. Just listen to that and just like, give him a topic, you know, just be coach Uh, zebras. Go. You're, you know? you're going to
0: need way more than one because you're going <laughs> to to be there a long time <laughs> and look it's probably going to be hilarious it's going to be like 95 yeah. percent hilarious and five percent bat shit crazy
2: yeah i mean like honestly <laughs> i i don't i don't feel like mississippi state deserves him is is i, I just I, I don't know i think the guy's kind of a national treasure he's one of a kind and um but but getting back to hop i mean of course we wish the best for coach hop i mean i think everybody realizes it was kind of time to go including him um but i appreciate all that he did while he was here um, gave it all he had and um yeah. and you know just wasn't really able to get us over that hump. he was a stabilizing force we've we've obviously could do a lot worse, right we've all been there, so um you know it just didn't work out it, it did well i it didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out um but he wasn't terrible by any means. I don't wish any uh ill will towards the guy he's he was cool with us i mean every time we saw him, he shook my hand, you know he and uh and acted like he knew us, which he probably didn't. But, um, I don't think he was super crazy about the fake Jay stuff, but I'll blame that all on Jamie. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, but no, nah, man, it's, um, and he's a Mississippi guy. So it was good to see him, see him stay in the state. And, uh, you know, I'd like to say wish him all the best. I can't really hope for Mississippi state to win a single game, but I hope that none of those games that they lose are his fault. How about that? Well, I mean, it's hard. I mean, if
1: you're an analyst, it's kind of hard for it to fall on your shoulders. I mean, you know, so. It's
0: going to be hilarious, So when Leach has a press conference and he's just dog-cussing the defensive analysts
1: that lost the game. <laughs> <answer.
2: laughs> oh, that's good stuff.
1: Well, hey, do you guys uh, you guys have any shout-outs this week?
2: Um. Yeah, I wanted to give a few shout-outs. Uh, during the game on – I think Sunday uh, we were sitting in the stands for a little bit, eating some ice cream, which, by the way, they have ice cream for sale at the Pete now in the little – remember you used to buy the – the. Um, I know at the Jackson Mets games uh, when I was growing up in Jackson, the little baseball helmets that you can oh, put yeah. ice cream in. So you've got the USM helmets like that. So I went up there to get Jackson um, something. It's not ice cream because you can't do ice cream. Whatever that Minute Maid strawberry thing is. Anyway. And me and T see the uh, see the see the baseball helmets. So we gotta have a baseball helmet, right? So anyway, so, so so we're sitting up there, we're eating our ice cream. And I noticed this lady in front of us is uh, filming. I think she's filming the picture, so I ask her if she's been Etheridge's mom. She says no, the second baseman. So anyway, sat behind the Crosby family for a little bit and um it was cool just talking with them. Crosby actually, he, he she said he grew up. He, he was looking at, uh, she was looking at Jack and Tucker, uh, run around. She said he's been coming here as long as those guys have. So if you can imagine, you know, growing up a Golden Eagle fan your entire life, now you get to get out there and put on the uniform. That's really cool. And, and I was glad that I got a chance to sit behind them and, and, and meet them for a second. And I wanted to give a shout out to, um, Kent Oliver ran into Kent out in the roost. Oh cool! And talked about the uh, upcoming Nate Bargatze show. And you've already given this shout out, kind of, but I wanted to give a shout out to Peanut Bolden uh, for his job at Florida, and also his son Cam. You know, Peanut is always putting his son's Cam's uh, athletic uh, endeavors on Facebook and Twitter, just little little, little snippets of him training or, in, in this instance, uh, running track. And this kid's awesome, man. He he gives it all he got. He he had a he had a uh, for whatever team he's running for. Um, For his school, they had a track meet and it was a relay thing and he beat his guy all the way around and caught him at the end and handed off the baton. It's, it's a cool moment for a father to have. Um, Hey, speaking of that, shout out to my son, Jack, scored his first two goals at a soccer game, you know, cool. <laughs> four years old, man. It's, it's, it's the coolest feeling. It's just it's awesome. So and, and I want to give one last shout out to Shane. Holy smokes, dude. I don't think he went to work today because you put in some serious work on this. On these other sports, man, and, and that's uh that's going above and beyond, dude. And I enjoyed every bit of it. And uh, you do a very good job at it. So shout out to you, my friend.
0: Appreciate well, that, man. Uh, we had a lot of lot of stuff going on over the last week. There's a lot of spring sports going, and uh, a lot of those sports don't get a lot of attention. So if we can at least keep people uh, abreast of what's going on with them, they all deserve support too. Uh, they're all student athletes out there working their butts off to be the best they can. And, you know, uh, occasionally there's some really, really fun stuff going on. We've got some really talented athletes that, that don't play in the sports that most people pay attention to. So just trying to bring that to light. Maybe, uh, maybe some other people will start following those folks.
1: Uh, I want to give a shout out. Uh, I, you know, I mentioned him earlier in the show, but, uh, Patrick McGee, cool uh, cool one at WPMMC. <laughs> M- G E E, One of the best uh, follow us on Southern Miss Twitter. If you're uh, if you're not following him, I highly recommend it. And we just had uh, Charlie Fisher just went yard. So Southern Miss now is down seven to two. Um
2: oh, crap.
1: But I think, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Patrick puts out some excellent content. I mean, he he actually do, he does some of the stuff that we probably should do on the show as far as his homework. But uh, yeah, the 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 audio from the Raging Cajun crew over the weekend was hell- it, I think it made everybody's not only did the suite make everybody's weekend, but that audio made everybody's weekend. Um,
0: I've listened to it no less than ten times. So I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. It it makes me really happy to hear how upset they got. Oh, he's he's just gonna. Oh, he. Ah.
2: What are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna walk? You gonna slow walk around the bases? Huh? Is that what you're gonna do? He's no, out there squawking. Like a, he's out there squawking. Months to
0: go around the bases. They were so <laughs> mad. It was so new, salty.
2: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, it was no near a month. It was 38 seconds. Yeah. It was. <laughs> It
1: was 100% baller, is what it was.
2: Uh, it was hilarious. Yeah.
1: Uh, even and even though he's not listening, um, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, my new boss, Lewis Howes. It's his birthday today, but uh, uh, an, an added tip of the cap. And I had I probably had absolutely nothing to. Well, I know I had absolutely nothing to do with this. Uh, but uh, Lewis's show, The School of Greatness, is back in the top 100. On iTunes now, so I think we were ranked 73 today. It's been a little while since we were back in the top hundred, but back at number 73 on the charts on iTunes, number You're five welcome. in health and fitness. Yeah, thanks, thanks you two for listening. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, wait, wait, where exactly does To the Top Talk rank on that list?
1: I don't know that we've ever. I've never seen us on a list. <laughs> I, think I mean, it's, I think
0: it's on there. It's just. We're on there somewhere. We have to
2: scroll for a little bit. Shane's going to have to do some of this, uh, like the amount of time that he spent prepping for uh, his little spill there with all the other sports. He's going to have to scroll for that amount of time to find us down at the bottom of the list. Well,
1: I or, think uh, they quit counting around 200. So, oh.
2: Well, the, that
0: data is somewhere. I mean, the machine knows, <laughs> uh, the algorithm that feeds everything knows where to the top talk is on that list. It's just not a published list.
1: We're probably, you know, I think it's safe to say, like, we're probably, like, top five in Conference USA at least. Have to be. Uh,
0: (laughs) I mean, like, a third of the schools don't even have electricity, so.
1: Yeah. I see new podcasts popping up, coming and going all the time, and, you know.
0: It's the ones with staying power. It's the ones with staying power, We do have that
2: in our back pocket, the staying power thing. Not that we haven't taken a hiatus here and there. But uh, this thing's been going for a good while now, man. Well, sometimes there's just nothing to talk about. Jamie, do you remember back in the day? I know we're trying to end this episode, but Jamie, you remember back in the day when you did an interview with uh, Tracy Lampley, and we got 250 listens, and we thought we were knocking it down, (laughs) 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 you know? (laughs) And I mean, you know, and and not that we're, you know, ever going to get up into that um uh, area that, you know, the probably the sister schools in the state get to just because you put garbage out there and it'll get like probably twenty thousand listens. But this thing's cool, man. The people that listen, um, I think get it and like it and I appreciate them listening. You know, it's it's great. It's uh we aren't doing this for Fame and fortune, that's for damn sure. But it's just nice to know Hold when up, people what? come up and Chain, uh, <laughs> Chain, we we renegotiated your contract. You don't get shit anyway. Uh, oh, but um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's it's nice to know that, that people listen to it, man. and People enjoy listening to us ramble on, and hopefully, we're, you know, putting something out there for Gold Needle Nation to uh, hang on to. And I appreciate when they come up and say, dude, you know, good show or whatever. Absolutely. That's
0: a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's a whole lot of fun, and I, I feel like I mean the the way that you guys put this show together. I'm I'm just uh, a third wheel that tagged along way late in the game for uh, some. Oh, J- some Jamie
2: does one hundred percent of that. Minutes. Me. I, I've tried to help yeah. out some, and what it takes me like forever to do, Jamie just knocks out in minutes. So I think he like was like, "Do this, do this." You know what? No, I got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, the, but the, the, the kind of, we're, we're friends in real life. I mean, we've, we hung out a lot before I, uh, hauled off and moved away. Uh, but like, I mean, we've got a, a good relationship The three of us. We, we talk often anyway. I mean, it, it's three friends sitting around having some drinks, talking about stuff that they really like. That, that's the kind of podcast I li- like to listen to anyway, depending on, you know, I mean, like, you know, not depending on the subject. Like that's the kind of vibe I'm looking for in a podcast. It's, that's, it feels conversational it's not uh manufactured uh, we're we we believe the foolish stuff we say most of the time so uh it's it's a good vibe that the show puts out i listen to it and uh even when i'm not on i still listen to you guys talk without me um it's it's i i think uh that uh that it's definitely worth listening to
1: well i got some uh good news bad news uh bad news is ending uh, the show well, Southern Miss got uh, one run in that in the bottom. Excuse me, the uh, got one run in the eighth. So seven to two right now. South Alabama's up at bat. Uh, so the good news is, I guess they're not going to rally for us. So, <laughs> uh, well, hey, appreciate all you guys listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.